Thank you for joining me today for a brief devotional to start your Monday morning. May your heart be strengthened by the truths you will hear. Good Monday morning. Well, we find ourselves in the story of Abraham again this week, beginning with verse 13. And Abram, you know, has left his father's house in Haran, and he's taken his nephew Lot with him. And herein lies the first conflict he and Lot face, and it begins in chapter 13, verse 8. It says, Then Abram said to Lot, Let there be no strife between you and me and between your herdsmen and my herdsmen, for we are kinsmen, because there had been infighting with Abram's herdsmen and his, and it reminds me what I told us, what I mentioned a couple weeks ago in the Tower of Babel, that as much as it, as much as it depends on me, I am to live at peace with all men. That is my responsibility. And so Abram is calling that peace, peace forth in this situation. And it says, I want you to separate yourself from me. If you take the left hand, then I'll go to the right. Or if you take the right hand, I'll go to the left. And this is so beautiful to me because Abram's the elder. He is the one who's taking care of Lot, provided for him the things that he possesses. This is his nephew. And yet he looks at him and he says, whichever area you want, I'll take. You pick. Interesting how the journey reveals itself because Lot does. It says, And Lot lifted up his eyes and saw that the Jordan Valley was well watered everywhere, like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt in the direction of Zor. So Lot chose for himself all the Jordan Valley, and Lot journeyed eastward, and they separated. And he went in, so Abram settled in the land of Canaan, while Lot settled among the cities of the valley and moved his tent as far as Sodom. Now the men of Sodom were wicked great sinners against the Lord. I'm just going to stop there for a minute. First of all, it's really interesting to me that Lot doesn't look at his uncle in honor and say, I can't do that. You pick. Thank you for um, the kindness, the generosity, but you pick. But no, he chose, and what he chose was what looked best to the eye. Now, this reminds me of something that happened in Genesis 3. When the serpent came to Eve, it said when she saw that it looked good for food. She saw that it looked good. And what was it we know? It was ultimately what led to the fall that we now live in. This displaced place between Eden and heaven and glory and earth. And so here, it's the very same spirit. It's, it's like I talked about in the Tower of Babel. Remember, God says, when the prophet Samuel goes to anoint the king David, after Israel's chosen a king and they've chosen Saul and they've chosen what looked best, 
And when, when the Lord strips the kingdom from Saul and he tells the prophet Samuel to go anoint a new king, he says, you do not look at his appearance because the Lord does not look on the outward, but the Lord looks on the heart. What happened in Eden was about the heart. What happened at Babel was about the condition of man's heart. And what happened in this moment was about the condition of Lot's heart. And it looked good to his eye and it ended up being Sodom and Gomorrah. Now, I'm sure some of you have heard about that. We're going to discuss that in a few weeks, but it ended up being a very wicked place. Just because it doesn't, just because it looks good to the eye does not mean that it is good. The enemy is a master of deception. That's why our decisions need to be made prayerfully. Just because something is good does not mean it is good for us. And so here he's chosen a very wicked land. But Abram moves on and and Lot separates from him. And the Lord said to Abram, I want you to lift up your eyes. I want you to lift up your eyes. And isn't this interesting? This is the Lord talking to Abram. Okay, the Lord is telling Abram what he wants him to do. It's not Abram looking up his own eyes. It is the Lord directing Abram's path. I want you to lift up your eyes and look from the place where you are. I want you to look north. I want you to look southward, eastward, and westward for all the land that you see I will give to you and to your offspring forever. I will. This is the second time he gives him this promise. And I will make your offspring as the dust of the earth so that if you, one can count the dust of the earth, your offspring also can be counted. Arise, walk through the length and the breadth of the land, for I will give it to you. So Abram moved his tent and came and settled by the oaks of Mamre, which are the the Hebron, and there he built an altar to the Lord. Friends, just because it looks good doesn't mean it's good for us. Our direction has to come from the Lord. Lord, what do you have for me? What's your land for me? Where do you want me to put my energy? Where do you want me to put my focus in this season? Where do you want me to put my my heart into in this season? What are you calling me to do? What is the land that you have for me? Not what my eyes are looking at and think, think is good because I know my the heart is deceptively wicked above all things and man can plan his course, but the Lord will direct his steps. So Lord, I want you to direct my steps. God says, I've got you, Abraham. You walk north, south, east, west. It's all yours. And by the way, let me tell you about my promise again for you. Your descendants are going to be more than the dust of the earth. The greatest thing you you and I can do is continually seek to hear the voice and the directives of our Heavenly Father. We are not capable of knowing what is truly good. It is His Spirit that lives in us that directs us to be able to know the choices and the places in which we need to place our foot and our energies and our heart and our time and our resources. Is there something you've looked at and thought it was good but never stopped to ask the heart of your Father? God, is this good? Is this what you have for me? I encourage us this week to stop and Look at the different places where we're putting our resources and our energy and our focus, our heart, our emotion, our love. 
and say, God, is this what you're calling me to in this season? Because if it is what he's called us to, it will be richly blessed. If it is not, it can be a dangerous place in which to land. If your heart was encouraged today, please know we have many other resources. You can discover all of them by visiting us at reclaiminghearts.org.